I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. No one messes with a woman with two bags. I also have an EpiPen and I will use it if I have to. <laughs> Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I'm John R. Bray. And I am Heather B. Armstrong. We don't know what the hell we're going to talk about, to be honest with you. It's early. <laughs> it is early. And it's especially early in, in I Utah. mean, not really, but kind of. <laughs> These early hours are, are reserved for just like, here's your Cheerios, eat your Cheerios. <laughs> Stuffing, st- stuffing cheddar goldfish into a bag. Like, those are the only things that I can really accomplish this early in the morning. I can, I can do things. I mean, I'm a morning person, but it's things that are just me. That's right. You, you've probably, you've probably been up for like four hours, haven't you? I have been up. I've been up for three hours. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's good times. You still get up that early in the summer? I do. No, I mean, not every day. There's exceptions, but I was up and sending emails and finishing projects and went for a run. And What? You've already gone for a run? I did. How far? Four miles. You've already gone for a run this goddamn morning. Are you serious? I am. It was great. <sighs> Plus, it's so hot later that I feel like if I don't in the morning sometimes, it just gets a little bit ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Okay, so hold on. Did you just wake up? <laughs> did you just wake up or did you set your alarm or? Oh, I set my alarm. Oh my God. <laughs> I sleep in a little bit in the summer, set it for six. So. Okay. What about on the weekends? On the weekends, it depends. Sometimes I won't set it, but I'll usually wake up around six anyway, though I don't always get up. Sometimes I'll stay in bed. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. It's wild, I know. It is, well, like, because for me, waking up is the hardest, one of the hardest things in life. It's a really, really privileged thing to say. It's it's, it's the, one of the hardest things in my life. It Waking up is an actual physical, horrifying experience. Just, just like waking up or getting out of bed? Both. Like having okay. to like physically open my eyes and like function and get out of the sleep and part of this is because I have to take so much medication at night. That's got to be one of the reasons. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And so getting up in the morning is just an awful, awful experience every morning. How long does it take? I mean, so w- when do you set your alarm? It's 8 o'clock here, and I set my alarm. You don't want to... <laughs> this says so much about me. <laughs> so I set my alarm for 6, and I snoozed until 7.22. Yeah. Six to seven twenty-two. For an hour and twenty-two minutes. You snoozed minutes. for an hour and twenty-two minutes? I did. Holy shit. Yeah. I did that. Me. I did that. Wow. Because I thought I would get up maybe at 6.30 and get some things done. And I was, I don't even remember hitting the, that snooze at 6.30. I just remember turning over and hitting it and not realizing what time it was. It's just an awful, awful experience for me to, like I, every every morning I think it's, yeah, maybe it'll get better and it just doesn't. <laughs> 
it's not nearly as bad as it was last year. I mean, last year, not only was it hard to get up, but I would wake up and I would be completely wrecked with anxiety. So now it's just the physical part of opening my eyes and getting up. Wow. So when does that miserable part fade? During the school year, it fades uh, as I'm about as I'm getting dressed and the girls are getting dressed and then I realize, okay, we're going to make, we're going to make it. <laughs> That's when it is. We're going to make it today. We, we, we always make it, but there's always this relief where it's like, okay, everything is fine. We're going to get out of the house on time. There's going to be no rush. There's not going to be any sort of panic. And there never is, you know, there never is. Oh, yeah. It's just, I get this, I reach this point in the morning where it's like, okay, everything's fine. I'm, I'm starting to wake up. Things are good. And then by the time I drop the kids off, and either go work out or whatever and come home, I feel better. And I think, oh, it's not that bad. It wasn't It wasn't that bad. Every day I get to this denial part of it. <laughs> it happens all just over to, again. And you tell yourself everything's going to be just fine, knowing full well that it will be the same tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine what it would be like to wake up. Like, you open your eyes and you're like, oh, it's morning. Here I am going to sit up out of bed and everything is, like, lovely. What would that be like? Is that what it's like for you? Not every day. I mean, I love mornings, so I, yes. Why do you love mornings? Because they're quiet, well, especially in the summer, because Lexton sleeps in until God only knows how late normally, and it's the quietest part of the day. Any work that I do before 8 a.m., no one is in the office, so I can send emails without getting flooded with emails, which is awesome. And I can write without disruption, which is awesome. And it's just, I don't know, I feel like it kind of sets the tone for the entire day. Mm-hmm. So I've just gotten myself into the habit of getting up and enjoying it, whether that means I get up and run or get up and work or whatever. Yeah. And coffee. Coffee gets me out of bed in the morning. I love drinking coffee in the morning. Okay, so is that the first thing that you do? It depends. Not if I run. If I run, then I, that's usually the first thing that I do. Okay. But then after that, or sometimes I will, I will prepare the coffee before I run so that I have less time to wait when I get back. What kind of coffee machine do you have? I have a drip pot. I have a pour over and I have a French press. You have three different types of coffee makers. You never know what you're going to want. You just never know. It depends on the bean. depends on the mood. Okay. And so do you drink hot coffee? In the morning? Yes. I would say I drink hot coffee in the morning. 95% 95% of the time. Do you drink coffee at another time of the day? Yeah, sometimes in the afternoon I'll get a nice coffee, maybe. You'll make yourself one or you'll go get one? Either. Sometimes I make it, sometimes I go get it. But afternoon coffee is not a requirement. It really, it depends on what's going on in the day, I guess. But morning coffee, I feel like is is a must. Yeah. Do you feel though like this dread for waking up, even if you don't set an alarm, if you can just wake up whenever you want, is it the same? Yes. Because usually... Cause I, well, I don't know. Like I, um, for some reason this weekend I was able to sleep like really, 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 really sleep. And I slept in until like nine forty-five one morning Oh wow! and I had to, even then I, and I hadn't slept, I hadn't stayed up that late, like maybe 1130, almost midnight, maybe, and maybe I'm still recovering from coming home from Paris, but like I slept in until nine forty-five, and I realized what time it was. And I still, I was like, oh, I should get up. Like. This is this is not adulthood doing this. <laughs> I really should get up, and it was it was hard. So it is just the actual act of getting up. It's the actual more act. Than the time. Yeah, it's got to be my medication. I mean, it has to be. I take a lot of medication to sleep. 
because I wouldn't sleep otherwise. So right. it's sort of like this sacrifice I have to make. So in order for me to actually sleep, it's going to hurt in the morning for right. a little bit. <laughs> Just enough to make it sting. It's like being stabbed in the face for like 20 <sighs> minutes. That's what it feels like. <laughs> it sounds pretty great. But I sleep. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but I sleep. Um, but coffee, yeah, I, I drink iced coffee. That's my favorite thing in the world. I just like it, especially because it's hot. It's hot here. It's refreshing. Um, I like the sound of the ice in the glass. I just like, I don't know. And it, it makes it seem like there's more coffee. It makes it seem like there's more coffee? Yeah, it, it's, uh, it takes me longer to drink an iced coffee than it does just a regular cup of coffee. I have a really, really, really nice coffee machine. I'm not even going to tell you how much it cost, but it's 10 years old. And it was the first um, investment I ever made as a business back in 2007. Like, first major, major purchase. I've had it for 10 years. And it's a, it's basically a very, very fancy espresso machine. But it will make coffee, too. Just yeah. regular coffee. And it'll okay. froth your milk, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Schmancy. Schmancy. When I just make a regular cup of coffee and it's warm, I just feel like there's not much there. This is odd. It's so weird. I'm trying to explain to people because I talked about it on my website. Like, this is a thing in France. You go to a cafe and it's just, a, it's, it's very small coffees and they're very packed with caffeine. And I got used to drinking that there. I did. But I was really craving an iced coffee. And that was one of the first things I did when I got home. You know, I was trying to explain to somebody in France why I liked iced coffee because they were like what the fuck like go to mcdonald's that's a stupid drink <laughs> right that's such a mcdonald's thing and i'm like no it's not mcdonald's it, to me it's one of the greatest pleasures in life is like that that drink that coffee while i'm sitting down to check email and and it lingers because it's iced and everything it lingers for like an hour you know but yeah the coffee is something that i look forward to every day i drink it every day but i do not drink it in the afternoon because it keeps you up. It, it makes me jittery. Yeah. Yeah. I've never experienced that. No. I don't know why. I mean, I won't drink it. Like, I won't have an after dinner coffee typically because I guess just because I'm worried it will keep me up and I'd rather not deal with that. But I don't know. I've, Do you drink iced in the winter? No. It's, okay. yeah, it, no. It's, it's sad. So wah, you sacrifice wah, that. In the winters here, long. <laughs> um, I might actually froth my creamer in the winter to make it seem more special. Wow. Sometimes if I order like an iced tea, if I go to lunch with someone, which is rare these days, but if I do like a business lunch and I order iced tea, I get super, super weird. I get, I feel extraordinarily weird because that's the extra set of caffeine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It triggers some part of my anxiety, probably. Yeah, that's actually probably true. Kind of just fuels it. Yeah. Should do that from time to time, just for the excitement. <laughs> just for the excitement. Yeah. Instead of in, instead of stealing Adderall, I should just I should just have an extra iced tea in the afternoon. Right. <laughs> oh my God. I'm trying to think about what it was like in Paris. There were a few days where it was hard. I think part of it too is the responsibility of being at home and everything that I've got to get done lingers right there behind my closed eyes. And so I know that once I open my eyes, I got to face everything that it means to be in this house. And not that this house is bad. This is a great house. Life is good. But there's just a lot of responsibility that 
lies behind closed eyes. No, I get it. In Paris, it was it was a it was less. I mean, it was still hard for me to wake up, but it was like I didn't have that much. All I had to do was get up and write. That was it. Yeah, when you know there's a lot sitting there, mm-hmm. yeah. But then you wake up and realize it's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, or it's not. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you discover the exact opposite. Yeah. I don't know. I've been I have been a morning person since I was a kid. So. Wow. It's weird. I had to go to what's called early morning seminary in Memphis. Memphis. It, it was part of my church requirements where you go to seminary before school every every morning in high school. You go to ba- basically to a church class. Here in Utah, it's actually a part of the curriculum at school. It's it's an elective that you can take. Okay. So you don't have to get up in the morning. So it would start every morning at about 545. So I would have to get up. I would set my alarm for four, get up at about 4.30 and start getting everything ready. And then I would be at the person's house. It was usually held at a house at by 5.45 in the morning, every morning. I had oh, perfect wow. attendance for four years. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. So that could be like, that could explain the morning drama. It could. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's a reaction to that. You remember it every time you open your eyes. You're like, oh, God. I was so, in, I was so intent on getting perfect attendance, I went... One time when I was violently ill in the bathroom, puking out my guts. But I was like, but I'm here. <laughs> oh I'm here. Mark me down as here, please. <laughs> yeah, that's not worth it. No. It, does it, is it hard to wake up, Lexton? It depends. On, on school mornings, yes, it's miserable. Impossible, basically. But during the summer and any other day, it's pretty easy. Although he's, it's just like, I'm trying to think of when this started. It started before... The school year was out, so it's been maybe six months or something. Where he started sleeping in on the weekends, and he would start, I could hear him wake up, and then he would just stay in bed for 15 minutes. <laughs> Does he and have like a phone wake or up anything? in bed. No, he would, just, he would just kind of lay there. Like, I don't think he was awake. It's not like he was wide awake. But when he was little, it's like his eyes would open and he was out of bed. Yeah. Like, bleary-eyed and staggering. And now he'll, he'll give himself some time to actually wake up. And it's really strange, but it's also, we're like two weeks out from school right now. By the time this, this episode airs, it's going to be like less than a week out in Illinois. He's been sleeping in, like it started out until like 10 or 1030. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I have to start waking him up really early now because I, you can't go from sleeping in until 1030 to waking up at 730 right. or seven. Right. And I think now is the time to kind of like inch that down. Like wake him up at nine thirty a couple of days, and then nine, and then eight thirty, and plus it totally messes with bedtime. Right. I mean, when you wake up at ten thirty, you don't go to bed at nine. Well, you know? well, that's you know, school school will punish him that way. He's going to be exhausted for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Always the first week. The first week just knocks him on his ass every single time. It knocked us on our asses. <laughs> that's, well, not not the first couple of weeks. Those were fine. It waited. <laughs> It Last year was a sneaky bastard. Yes, it was. And this year I'm going in with eyes wide open. Oh, yeah. Are you all prepped? I mean, I know the girls are still gone. Oh, God, no. And they don't get back until the Wednesday. We start on a Monday. We start a couple days before you. Okay. And 
they get back on Wednesday and I've got to make sure that they've got clothes that they can wear and we've got to go buy supplies. And I'm sure that first week there's oh, there's always the back to school bullshit that I, I don't know if I'm going to, I've got to do it. Blech. Okay. I'm fine. Everything is fine. We're going back to it. Oh my God. What the fuck? Yep. Oh, I mean, it's, it's always good to have kids in school because the, the, the routine is, you know, but sometimes God, it's been so nice not to have to do that. Oh, it's been yeah. so nice. Yeah. And well, it's it's hard too, I think, in your situation because, you know, we've talked about reentry before. And you're gonna have reentry next week, like when they get home, back into that routine, and that's gonna be just a whirlwind of five days and then reentry back into school. Yeah. It's that's like double oh my god. Yeah, exactly. They have they they need to get used to the time change, it's the two hour difference between here and New York. It doesn't seem like a lot, but it's a, it, it's it's an adjustment that will take them a few days and then getting them up at, you know, by seven o'clock in the morning. Lita's pretty good. She knows that I get her up first and then I have to go get Marlo. So she sort of lingers for about, you know, five or six minutes and then she'll stumble out of her bedroom. My kids are pretty good about, about waking up. I'm, I'm fortunate. Well, I say that and then, but it, they haven't started high school yet, so... All right. Yeah. But yeah, Lita started sleeping in for the first time this last year. Hardcore. Hardcore sleeping in. 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. And even she would stumble out like, what time is it? I'm like, well, you have your phone next to your bed. No. <laughs> Another thing about these kids letting their phones like die. <sighs> yep. What the hell? Yep. I told her, I was like, oh, Lita, yeah. don't ever let your phone get below 30%. She rarely, rarely keeps her phone above like 6%. It drives me bonkers. That is Lexton. Yep. What is this? And they don't care. They don't care. <laughs> it, like it'll die and it will have been dead for four hours and it, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. I have, I have actually seen him go to text someone, but the phone is dead. So he plugs it in and it charges back to, you know, four percent so then he'll he'll text whoever he needs to text and have that conversation and then unplug it (laughs) and put it in his pocket i'm like what the hell you're not even going anywhere just let it let it charge like there was one there was one day where she took it to school because she needed to have to text me in the middle day and i said well how did you charge it last night and she'll be like she'll get really defensive yes i totally did i'm like well how much how what percentage do you have on your phone and it'll 17 percent and she's like, that's plenty. It's plenty, mom. It's plenty. I have 17%. And I've said to her, like, I have a heart attack where my phone gets below 70%. Like, I'm just like, oh, good, I can plug it in. I can't handle it. <laughs> and if it's at 17, there's no way she charged it overnight. There's no way. I mean, no. Well. No. So does she not normally bring it to school? Is that not a thing? Uh, sometimes she does and sometimes she doesn't. It just depends on her mood. Okay, so they can. They can, yeah. Okay. They're just not allowed to use, they're not supposed to use them in class. Okay, yeah, that's, I think with Lexton, they're supposed to stay in the locker on silent. Yeah. But I don't think anyone actually does that. It's not a novelty to them. It's just like, oh, my phone. Yeah, it's just a thing. It's a thing. Like I, I have a, I carry a giant purse around and I get really mixed reactions. Some women who carry a lot are like, oh my gosh, that's the best purse. It's got such great structure and lines. Where did you get it? And then the other reaction is, what the fuck? <laughs> like, why are, why are, how do you need that much? Shit? How are you hauling all that shit around? And I mean, first of all, I have an EpiPen that I have to take with me everywhere. That's a giant thing. 
there was one day in Paris where I was like, I don't want to carry this EpiPen around. And I took it out. And then I went to this garden and there were swarms of bees everywhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. And I'd carry a, a, a phone battery pack with me. Always. Always. It is on my person. An extra, an extra battery pack. That's See? how, that's how, that's how, that's how crazy I am. No, but I don't think so. I have very real purse envy because you can put so much shit in a purse so much that you can't put in pockets right not that i need a lot of stuff but i also have an external phone battery i have i mean if i could take the things that i wanted to take i would have like a notebook i would have my phone my wallet keys without having to stuff everything in pockets oh i didn't think about that yeah i have all yeah. of that on my purse plus a, See? plus a little cosmetics bag that has you know it has you know, lipstick and a little bit of like concealer and um, three different kinds of like lip stuff, like Carmex and then chapstick and then like lip gloss and then a little mirror and then a thing that holds my gum. Like there's a. <laughs> oh my God. You have a separate gum holder? Like you take gum out of the pack and put it in the gum holder? Yes. Oh wow. Because I, otherwise I'm carrying on this giant, because I like a certain type of gum that comes in the car cups. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know how to get it except in the car cup. It doesn't come in little packages. So I take it out of the car cup and I put it in this little container. <laughs> it was so, wow. so weird. I carry, I carry a small notebook and a pen. Yeah, I carry around too much. It's too much. It's too much. But, but I, is it stuff you use? Like, yeah. Do you use 75% of it every day? I do. Like, And the thing is, like, if I don't, if I don't pack that pen and that little piece of paper, I'm going to need it. Yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is something to be said for just kind of the minimal. I can think of dozens of times that I've been out and I haven't had my notebook and I've wanted it, legitimately wanted it, not just this, I need to have it here, but I've thought of something to write down. And yeah, you can put it in your phone, but I don't, I don't know. I feel like I remember it better if I write it down. Yeah. Versus entering it into a phone and where it gets lost with the other 4,000 notes that I never look at again. Exactly. And I also usually carry around a water bottle as well. I have this thing about being hydrated. And so I carry a water bottle on my purse. And that that's an extra heavy thing too. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I would drink more water if I could do that. If I could carry it without actually having to carry it. Yeah. So Some people were like, why don't you just carry around a backpack in Paris? And it's like, it's because. <laughs> because. This is my beautiful, my beautiful, you know, purse that I, it's a gorgeous, you know, handbag that I bought. I posted a picture of me on my birthday. I'm standing in front of Versailles and I'm holding my purse on one side and I'm holding this gigantic bag of food on the other side. And <laughs> I mean, it, oh, wow. it was pretty, it was pretty uh, Hickville at Versailles. I will, I will say that because I mean, I'm carrying around bread and cheeses and all sorts of things, you know, crackers, a gigantic bag of it, plus my purse. And every, so the, the, the reactions were mixed. They were like, what the hell are you walking around with? <laughs> <laughs> provisions. I am walking around with provisions because I'm at Versailles. Are backpacks like the thing over there or do women carry small purses i mean what did, what were you saying i think women women carry much smaller purses because it, i mean i'm i'm just a strange i'm a strange bird because i i carry all this stuff with me and i've gotten used to carrying all this stuff with me and, and i because 
I have access to it in my purse. If I don't have access to it, it there's a little bit of panic. Makes sense. You're yeah. used to having it there. Yeah, always. I, don't, I feel like it, when any of the women that I know that have carried small purses, I feel like they always complain that there's not enough room. Mm-hmm. But then the big purses hold so much shit that they're just heavy and there's shit everywhere. So there's got to be an in-between. So have you ever been to the store Muji? I have not. Do you know what I'm talking about? I believe I do. Is it a, how do you spell it? M-U-J-I. Yeah, is it a Japanese brand? Yes. Okay, yes. I'm familiar with it, but I've never been. So they had one in Paris n- near the neighborhood that I stayed, and they have one in New York. And the last time I was there, I bought, I had tried to organize my purse with, with like Ziploc bags, which is, you know, it's, it's, that's a Hickville again. Like my purse is filled with Ziploc bags. So I went to Muji and I bought all of these organizational materials. It's um, like, it's like a, it's a wet dream <laughs> in terms of somebody who <laughs> likes to be organized. I mean, they have pens and notebooks and all different kinds of notebooks and different sizes of notebooks. And then these little containers that you can put in your purse or in your bathroom or in your drawers. And so I bought like just a, a set of stuff that I could organize my purse with. So I have my, I have my wallet and then I have my battery pack and I have my keys. And those three things alone take up so much space that I may as well have a big purse. I may as well. I can't imagine having to carry my, like my wallet. It's my, oh, I do have a George Costanza wallet, I will say. But um, how do you, how do you carry that in your, in your pockets? What? Well, some men, I don't know how they carry the wallet that they carry that's like two inches thick. For one, I don't know how they carry it. For another, I don't know what the hell is in it that is that thick because I have, mine doesn't even fold. It's just like a card holder and it holds some cash in the middle and then like six cards, which is plenty. I don't know what else I would need. I carry around insurance cards. Do you carry those around? I do. So I have my car insurance and my health insurance. And then I, what else do I have? (laughs) I have so much stuff. I've got my Costco card and my Delta Platinum membership card and the card that I use to get into certain lounges at airports. I have that card. I've got my West Elm card. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> See, but those are like the kind of cards that you really don't need in there all the time. Like I have a, my primary credit card, my primary bank card, my health insurance, Lexton's health insurance, a library card. I know there's another card in there. But see, somewhere. I can't I can't take those cards out because this is oh there, here's another thing. I don't have a trip planned. I don't have I don't have a ticket booked on an airplane right now. Which is a great feeling. It is. It's also a little terrifying, but uh, it's a really good feeling. I always had I always have carry those cards because I have to pick up and travel. You know, right. that's also why I carry so much stuff in my purse is, is because I don't want to have to repack my purse every time I get on a plane. Like I just pick up and go. Which is good. It's but good. then you're picking that stuff up. Like, couldn't you have like a pack that you are then like, I'm traveling. I'm putting all of this in my purse. I could do that. But that's an just, extra just, level of being prepared. <laughs> that's true. That is. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But something to think about, you know, down the road. Down the road. Yeah. Well, so like my makeup, all of my makeup and the stuff that I use every day is in a, is in a bag that I can zip up and travel with. I don't have to pack a makeup bag or a 
cosmetics bag. It's all in one little thing that I just zip up and go. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. So see, you're like partway there anyway. I'm partway there. The West Elm card, though, that might be I a bit know. I, I've never, I haven't used it in like two years. I know. I know. I know. Not that that's really going to cut back on weight, but that one could probably go. I've got money in my in my wallet from Montenegro. <laughs> and now I've got several euros in there. that, I, And I, I just haven't cleaned it out yet. So it's packed full of money that I can't use. Yeah. Which is pretty... Stupid. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that is the challenge. That's the nice thing about having just pockets because... You can really only cram so much into them. So you just, you don't bring it. But I think when you have a big bag, you're inclined to just carry things you really legitimately do not need. And you're also then sort of obligated when your friend is like, can you just put this in your purse for me? (laughs) You're the one carrying around all the stuff. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And you've got room. I do have room. So it works out. For everyone but you. Couldn't you have just put like the bread and cheese in your purse and just had one massive bag? No, we carried, we were having a, we were having a goddamn picnic. It was my birthday. And <laughs> we went, we went and did the most non-vegan picnic possible and just stuffed like two giant bags full of food and went and sat in the gardens and ate and ate and ate. And it was amazing. It was amazing. And the, the, the bag that I was carrying, they have this little market in France called Franc Prix. F-R-A-N-P-R-I-X. It's the market that you go to to buy your stuff. There's this weird thing about that happens in France that I very, very quickly caught on to and got it. It's a cultural thing where you have to put your items onto the belt, the conveyor belt. You have to do that. You can't just set the basket down or whatever. You have to take the oh, you yeah. have to take each of the items out and then they scan it and then they set it down on the opposite side and you have to put it in the bag. Like they are not there to help you <laughs> at all. So all they do is scan. All they do is scan. And they and it's really strict. They're very strict about it. Like, I was very confused at first, and they were just looking at me, and they're pointing at it. And I was like, oh, okay. I was watching other people. It was something that I very quickly had to catch on to. And then they charge you for any, if, if you didn't bring your own bag, then you have to buy a bag. They don't have sacks that you can take home. So um, very early on, I bought this gigantic from pre bag. <laughs> it's got the, it has this giant kind of like apple logo on it um i think it's an apple um but as i'm walking through versailles with this with my giant purse on one side and this giant red it's red like bright red this giant from pre bag through versailles i mean like the most luxurious you know home on the planet (laughs) it was like i was carrying a walmart bag (laughs) Oh wow. We would we were joking about it the whole time. I'm a Fran Prix. Got my Fran Prix <laughs> bag here. Full of cheese. <laughs> cheese and bread and wine. That's heavy to tote around though. It was. It was all right though. I mean, it was fine. It was one of those days where there were so many people there. We had to wait for almost two hours to get into Versailles. The oh, line wow. the line was that long. 
and you just sort of uh, you resign yourself to it. And when we got into the actual home, it was so, so crowded that going room to room was like inch by inch by inch by inch because you couldn't even move around. There were so many people just crammed in there. And I was like, okay, this is the experience. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Is that normal though? Or was that like abnormally busy? Um, I think it's it's a pretty high tourist season, July. People were okay. telling me that if I were to go in like March or or so, it wouldn't be nearly as bad. Was it still enjoyable to be there? To be at Versailles? It, it was. Just the symbolism of it. This thing that I had studied, you know, 20 years ago, quite heavily, you know, it's a huge, it's a huge part of high school French. They teach you quite a bit about Paris itself. They teach you about the streets and the historic neighborhoods and the historic, you know, roads and, and uh, walking around the city and, and seeing the names of those streets and those places that I had studied so hard in, in those classes was really, really fascinating to me. And you, you, there's, there's quite a bit of uh, literature on Versailles and high school French. So the symbolism of it, you know, being, I mean, it's, it's an interesting place. But see, I've visited many, 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 many castles back in England, and I mean, it, 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 it's, it's amazing. It's Versailles, but it was most, it was more. Oh my God, I'm here, you know, twenty years, twenty five years after studying all of this, never, never thinking in, in a million years would I ever go to France, and being there on my birthday. Right. Yeah. But the crowds didn't like kill the experience. No, no. Well, it was kind of like um, Disneyland, but okay. I didn't have to get on a fucking, you know, twirly Mickey Mouse themed, you know, stupid kid ride. <laughs> right. Good, good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's, I think you, like you said, you resign yourself to it and that's like anything you can decide to bitch and complain or you can decide to just kind of shrug it off and say, well, I'm going to stand here for two hours or I'm not. And I was like, like and I'm taking up my space. I got my bag in one right. hand. I got my front pre in the other. I will take up my space. You <laughs> come, come at me. No one messes with a woman with two bags. <laughs> no. I also have an EpiPen and I will use it if I have to. <laughs> but, but I do genuinely have purse envy. I do have a backpack, but it just doesn't feel as convenient as a purse to me. Right. The backpack, you have to, like, a purse, you just reach in and grab things. A backpack, you have to kind of take off and then unzip. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's awkward to hold because well, you've taken it off, so you, you have to, like, actually hold it with one hand. It can't be on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. The, the, uh, the downside as well is that you lose things in, in a purse that big. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, finding, finding my goddamn keys sometimes. Like, I don't want to be that person, and there I am being that person. Like, I can't find the goddamn keys. Fuck. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. But I do have a car that just opens if you have the key on your person. See, yeah, I don't have that. I wish I had that. Oh, you don't have that in your new car? No, it's not a thing. What? I know. You didn't get that thing? No, unfortunately. I mean, I've got like the unlocker fob, but really, really frustrated. Oh, man. See, not only that, so I can just open the car with it on my person and I can lock it if it's on my person. And then I have yeah. I have a um, keypad to my house now. I just enter a code and to get into my house, so I don't have to have the key on me. Let's see that. Life is, is amazing. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. I should I just I, I should want to get up I, in the morning. I should absolutely want to get up in the morning. Just to unlock your door, <laughs> just to go outside and unlock your door on the keypad. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty awesome. Actually, I just stayed at an Airbnb that had a keypad entry, and it was so convenient because mm-hmm. you don't have anything to carry; you just have a code to remember, and yeah, it was really nice. Don't ever give really that. Nice. That's the, the thing, though, is that you, you kind of want to give the code to somebody. Like maybe if I just give that person the code, they could like let the dog out. Don't give the code to anybody. Don't give the code to anyone. So what do you then? You give someone a key, like in that um, case. There is, like, yeah, there's a door that has a, a lock that I give the key to. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I remember. It just it hasn't even been that long in the last like couple years. Anytime that Lexton would put in like the garage code at his grandparents or the password on his phone or the password at iTunes, he would say it out loud <laughs> as he did it. And it took me so long to like show him there's a reason this is here. And if you're just going to recite it out loud, you might as well just not lock anything. And finally, he's finally gotten there. I think he still says it under his breath because it's easier to remember as he puts it in. Oh my God. But, yeah, so a keypad on the door would actually probably be a mistake. <laughs> but damn, if it wasn't convenient to just be able to walk up to the door and type it in, and oh my god, yeah, that's nice. That's hysterical. He re- he reads it. He says it out loud. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, yeah. actually really adorable. That is adorable. It was. I mean, it's it was a cute trait, but at the same time, no. And the re- the only reason I figured out that it was happening, I had never really paid attention to it is at one point I was having a conversation with Heather and she mentioned him downloading an app and somehow mentioned part of my iTunes password. Oh my God. Yeah, and she said, I don't know, Lexton just says it out loud when he's doing it and I remember at the beginning and I immediately went in and changed it. And then when I picked him up after that weekend, I was like, we need to have a chat here because this is a password and it's, it's my password and you also use it. So you need to use it respectfully. Oh, wow. It's cute-ish, I guess, is what we'll say. <laughs> By the way, do you use a password um, app or anything like that? On my phone, I do not. I use on my my laptop, my MacBook, they have like, what is it called? Keychain, Keychain access. Yeah. And that is a fucking lifesaver. Okay, so Keychain access, though, the thing about that is that it doesn't, like uh, when I when Le- when Lita destroyed my laptop, she's getting the full blame now. Um, <laughs> and, and I had you know I've, 
I had to re-enter all the passwords and I have a different password for every goddamn thing. And I just, it was a miserable experience. Miserable. And there are still, there's still things on my laptop that I, like there were a couple of things I needed to look up when I was in Paris and I didn't have the password and I didn't want to reset the password while I was there. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I've heard about these password apps that you can put on your phone and on your computer and it syncs and it keeps them all safe and it keeps them all there. I'm wondering if so, any of our readers can give us a suggestion for the the one to use. Because I'm in be, desperate If need. it's on both, it would be awesome. I mean, Keychain works really well, but it's only on the, com- the computers. It works really well, but sometimes it doesn't... Like sometimes like a login page has a weird URL. And so to okay. look up the login page for certain things, you have to remember what URL it, it, it like sometimes when you hit login, it flips to a weird URL and Keychain throws up the password by URL. Yes, that's true. On those, the way that I've gotten around it and it's more manual is I'll just enter in, I don't know, I'll create an entry in Keychain and just call it Comcast. Okay. And then I will type in the password and then it's there. I mean, it's more manual because I have to look it up, which is a pain in the ass, but that way at least I don't forget it. Okay. But yes, I see what you're saying. Those weird sites that kind of redirect you to this like portal sort of yeah. login. Yeah, I would totally like a recommendation. I've heard of some for the iPhone, but I've never, I, I guess I never knew or have heard of any that are, you know, desktop based too. Yeah, I, I've heard of one that actually syncs between the phone and the desktop which would be lovely it, because it's gotten to be a, a disaster with me. There's, I have 70 million different passwords and I, I do not remember wh- which, which one I'm using for what, for what I have no idea. Yeah. I used it's to, so damn tempting to use the same password. I know. And, and I used again. to do that. God. I used to do that, but then I realized just how dangerous it was. I remember Ryan's going to remember this. <laughs> Oh my God, Ryan came over to help me. So Ryan, he edits these podcasts and he, I have used him as a a tech, a go-to tech person for years now. And he was coming to set up my new, I had bought a new iMac because my other computer was like eight or nine years old. And so I invested in a new iMac, that state-of-the-art, state-of-the-art iMac. Um, Yeah. and he was like, okay, what's your Apple password? And I told him and he like literally had a heart attack. And he's like, what? Heather, Heather, <laughs> Heather, Heather. No, 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 no. You can't. <laughs> he, he was like, he, was, he, he had to hold himself back from calling me an absolute fucking idiot. And he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to create your Apple password, Kay. And we're going to write this down. And... <laughs> And so now I use that password a couple of places. Um, but yeah, so Ryan actually set my Apple password for me so that people wouldn't be able to guess it easily. <laughs> Does he have like a system for this? Oh, he, it's, <laughs> it's, if you knew my Apple password, you would, you would, you would laugh hysterically because he chose it. <laughs> so he did, he's not like... It's not like uppercase, lowercase, special character is one yes, of those there weird is. ones. Yeah. Oh, there it is. It has okay. those in it, but it has like, you know, it has words in it. Okay. But yeah. Well, now I want to know what your old one was. You, I can tell you what my old one was. Zero, 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 zero. Shut up. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh my God. 
Oh, yeah. No, I can see why he yelled at you for that. <laughs> he, like, literally fell on the floor. He's like, what? <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, but it's easy. I just want it, I just want it to be easy. Especially when you're, like, on, I set up my Amazon Fire, and you have Hulu on there, and you have all these different, you know, television apps on your Amazon, and you have to go in, and when you're doing it on the TV... You have to like scroll through that thing on the TV to get to, to the letters and the numbers. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. It's awful. It's a hassle. It's a huge hassle, yeah. It makes me not want to wake up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so then you just fill it with zeros. So send us your password app recommendations, please. Please. Make Heather wake up in the morning. Make Heather wake up in the morning. What are, what are some good tips about waking up in the morning? How do I make it so that it's not the most awful experience ever, every day? Yeah. I like doing it, but I don't I don't really have anything for you there. I know I know there's oh. been like some people say, well, don't ever snooze, just get up when the alarm goes off. And I just really wanna punch those people in the goddamn <laughs> balls. I really do. Shut up. Do not tell so me So much easier said than done. God, I love hitting snooze. It it, it really does mitigate the awfulness of getting up. Just hitting that snooze button is amazing. I love it. Is it like the control? Like it's you like get to decide. I get to decide and oh I get to sleep for nine more minutes. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. Well, nine more minutes times like fifteen, but yeah. <laughs> I am an Olympian snooze button hitter, I will tell <laughs> you. Don't tempt me. I have done it for four hours one time. Oh my god, are you serious? Yes. I'm not I have snoozed, but not not to that extent. That's pretty impressive. It's a quality. It's a quality. <laughs> yes, I would Something love... to be proud of. I would love to like, get recommendations on how you organize your purse. Maybe I just leave all this shit at home. Maybe I use the EpiPen as like a hair accessory. <laughs> oh, there you go. See, multi-purpose. That's what it's all about. Yeah. You have to find a way to incorporate these items onto your body. Yeah. Pockets. Oh, God. God, I can't believe you yep. have to put them in pockets. It's, it so sucks. Weird. Be a man. It is a struggle, oh, let me tell yeah. you. So yeah, for you know, purse recommendations, password app recommendations, mm-hmm. wake up recommendations, any of those things, you can email us at stories at manicramblings.com. Or as always, you can find us on various social media channels like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Manic Ramblings. Yes. And um Sorry that I sound so asleep. I'm still waking up, even though it's been more than an hour and a half since I woke up. Coffee. Iced coffee. Iced coffee. Here we come. That's right. I'm going to go have my first cup, too. And until next time. Oh, my God. Sorry. (laughs) Just get your ass out of bed. Seriously. Right? Really? Right at the end? Oh, wow. Did it make you yawn? Was it contagious? No. Last time you yawned, it did, but not this time. I'll try harder next time. There we go. So until next time, try harder. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.